0: Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is. The Mad Mirages.
1: Quite so satisfying as returning to one's work after some time away. Ain't that right, brother?
2: I find it difficult to take any joy at
1: all in a dungeon, Sir Tristan. Dungeon's just a room. Once I finish my work in here, we'll be on our merry way. But it must stir something in your soul to be back in the second citadel again after all that time.
2: Sir Damien. Your threats have bought you my cooperation, not my conversation. No
1: reason to be unpleasant now.
2: You said you had work
1: here. Perhaps you should do it. I will. I will. Don't get your tunic in a twist. Want to guess what's underneath this tablecloth here? A table. Among other things. <gasps>
2: <gasps> that man. Is he... Is he dead?
1: Give me a second and I'll check.
2: <coughs> Sir Tristan. Open at him,
1: team. Your days of free room and board in this man's soul have come to their proper end.
2: Please, please, I beg you something to eat. Sir,
1: Tristan, this man is clearly starved half to death. Demons are the parasites of the monster world, my brother. They get inside and feed and feed away on you, body and soul. And so if you want to starve out the demon, you need to starve the man he feeds on.
2: You've done this purposely...
1: It ain't easy work, exorcism. Takes a stalwart and unflinching will. A complete rejection of doubt. A certain coldness. And how do you know the
2: demon remains within him? How do you know you aren't merely killing an innocent man?
1: A delicate hand. My brother, very delicate. (laughs) Speak to me, Hellspawn. Tell me that you will let this man free of your burning claws. By the cool waves of St. Damien, I cast you out! (coughs) Oh, St. Give this hand the power of your tranquil spear and cast this creature out! (coughs) Tell me, my brother, are you free of the demon's grasp? Do you swear it on your soul? Yes. Do you swear it on your children's souls? Make Saint Damien strike them down should you lie to me. Yes. Yes,
0: please. Something to eat.
1: Then will you renounce the words you spoke in the public square? The very words that revealed the beast inside you. Don't you play games with me, demon. There is no
0: demon. I am exercised. Please! Then
1: renounce yourself! I, Otto of the Craftsman's Quarter, declare that the Queen's rule is just.
0: The Queen's rule is just.
1: And the taxes imposed upon me are just as well, for I must feed my knights and protectors, even if it means my own plate goes empty. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> You see, Sir Damien, they do a decent impression, these demons, but I can always sniff them out in the end. Who else but our enemy would want our fighting forces at any less than their best? Now, leave this vessel, demon, or you'll starve another month in their cell! But that's enough, Sir Tristan! Is it now? I thought we might do our errands together today, my brother, but it seems like you aren't in a helping sort of mood. So why don't you stay in here and keep an eye on this poor soul for me? Let me know if he starts talking any sense.
2: I will not participate in your cruel torment.
1: Perhaps not, but if I come back here and I catch you interfering with my work, well, I don't think I need to say what's going to happen to you and yours back in that swamp. Now, do I. Make yourself comfortable. This might be a why.
2: Sir, sir, Otto was your name, yes? Otto of the Craftsman's Quarter? Otto, I will examine your bonds and free you if possible. But if I cannot, how may I ease your suffering?
0: It's too late, it's Jane, it's too late.
2: Nothing is ever too late until death, my friend. And I have heard of one who has conquered even that. One must never lose hope.
0: I see the chains, sir. Tristan's chains, they're closing tightly.
2: All in your mind, I assure you, your chains are still. It is your heart that tightens. Breathe now and imagine. The chains,
0: they're closing around your throat.
2: <laughs> My friend? Otto? Oh, alive, though barely so. Am you, Tristan the cold. His chains closing around my throat. It isn't so. He's forced me into the dungeon, but I am not yet captured. He will err, and I will beat him. I'm certain of it. I'm certain.
3: <gasps>
2: Sir Tristan returns soon. I must hide the evidence of my aid. No! Ah!
3: Sir, Sir Tristan! Tristan this, this, I was only this, this is
2: checking what it looks that like. It's just were, no, no, I, I just mean,
3: to uh, say. Uh, uh, Damien? Sir Talfrin. Oh, <laughs> saints alive, you gave me a fright. I cannot tell you what a relief it is to see you, friend. I think I'd rather see anybody besides Sir Tristan. Uh, which is uh, not a super cool way to say. I, I'm happy it's you too, Damien. But what are you doing here? You aren't a knight again, are you? Oh, not by choice. I have been told not to move from
2: this room by Sir Tristan the Cold, who has somehow caught wind of well, my secret.
3: <gasps> he found the manuscript of part two of her epic poem Love's Lost by the River Bend before it was finished? You said I was gonna get to read that one first. Calfred. Oh geez, there's got to be so much inaccurate information there without my help, isn't there? Did you say that ferns have seeds again? Because, listen, I want to know whether Prince Piety and the Sorceress end up together as much as anybody else, but the immersion's totally lost when they're big kisses among the seeds of leek and fern, which should really be seeds of leek and reproductive fern spores, or depending on the kind of fern, it could also be... Sir Talfrin, we are short on time. The manuscript is
2: not the secret in question. It is something rather more close to the heart. And the line remains among the seeds of Lee confirmed because it better suits the meter. But it's wrong! Lord Aram! Sir Telfran! Tristan has discovered Lord Aram, and he has conscripted me into his service by threat against my lizard lord and Rilla. Oh no. Efficiently put, my friend, we must continue to act with such speed. Even now, Sir Tristan plans a campaign of blood I fear to imagine. Should it begin, I will be forced either to slay monsters again or to watch my
3: loved ones exorcised by Tristan the Cold. How can I help? Tell me anything, Damien, and for you, and Rilla, and Lord Aram, I'll do it. You guys are family to me. You
2: must speak with the Queen, Sir Talfran. Gain an audience with her and plead in return for
3: all my years of service for her to intervene. Oh, um... Actually, I probably shouldn't do that. I... Perhaps I was unclear. You must speak with the Queen. Because otherwise you three are in danger. I know, that's why I shouldn't talk to her, because I'm not exactly on the Queen's best side right now, or Sir Absalon's, or anybody's really. It turns out I'm, like, a really bad guard, so... even so, uh, Now I don't think you understand. I'm a really, really bad guard. That's why they have me patrolling the dungeons, where everyone's already locked up, because they think I can't screw it up. Oh, and speaking of screwing it up, I brought some food for the guy they're starving in here. His name is Otto, and he, we used to be neighbors, then so... feed him, Telfrin, quickly! Uh, right, right. Otto, are you okay? Open your mouth, come on. I managed to get a loaf of bread down here today.
2: An era where a man's sympathy for his neighbor makes him reviled as a knight.
3: What has this citadel come to? To be fair, it's not just that. The Queen's pretty mad because I lost a whole bunch of royal pigeons. And the worst part is, I can't even tell her why, because... Sir Telford, could your brother be of use? If his reputation within the journeyman is still
2: strong, perhaps he should speak with the Queen. You mean Mark? He's... um... Well, the thing about Mark is, uh... Uh, Too right, sir. He might get carried away in the telling of my tale. No, the way is clear. If I am to free myself from Sir Tristan's grasp, I must speak with Queen Mira. But what if Sir Tristan comes back and sees you aren't here? That task must fall to you, my friend. Are you prepared to help me escape
3: from that exorcist's frozen grip? Uh, Damien, even if I get all dressed up, I don't think anyone's going to believe I'm you. Because I'm really tall and you're... You, you Not know. a disguise,
2: sir. It is your skills in tracking I require. After feeding that man, you must leave these dungeons and seek out Sir Tristan himself. Converse with him, distract him, resort to whatever means necessary to stall his return. Should you find your brother, ask him to do the same. Well, I... in the meantime, I will take the stairways less used and
3: speak with the queen. Surely she will end this madness. Damian, this is really risky. I mean, I'll do it, but. Uh, Demian. Uh...
0: I am happy to report that under my watch the guard has become more effective than ever, my queen. Our farmland south of here were beset by horrible creatures, little rat, dog, coyote fellows, drinking the blood of our milking goats. But I have ensured that the beast will be starved out. Under Sir Gareth's watchful eye, every goat has been slaughtered, and so the beast's hunger cannot be sated. <laughs> Oh, my first idea was to poison the goats, of course. Which is what we did. Starve the men to starve the monsters. Avoid panic, we never the that it go- seems our
2: elder knights' imaginations run in similar patterns. It would be a miracle if we have any citadel at all by the time they're through. Oh, that noise. I might be able to make out what my former captain is planning were it not for that blasted noise.
3: Oh, Damien! Oh my goodness! Damien, I'm, I'm so glad you're still here because... Because. Hold on, I need to catch my breath. Sir (sighs)
2: Talfrin, but you're supposed to be distracting Sir Tristan.
3: No time! Have to go!
2: Now! I hardly think I'll be going anywhere. From the sound of it, Captain Absalon has nearly finished his meeting with the Queen. As long as I can catch her ear before Tristan does, I might just have a chance. You're not the only one trying to. My friend, I say this with all the familial love I possess running this low on breath after one flight of stairs cannot be healthy.
3: I go on walks! Long walks. I just don't like to run. And my mom says that big boys sometimes have poor circulation and that's not anybody's fault. It doesn't matter. Damien, I'm trying to tell you that you aren't the next person who's going to meet with the Queen. And we need to leave here now because that person's already in there and
1: he's... Thought I heard a couple of chattering chickadees out here. Sir Tristan. Sir Damien. Just the man I wanted to see. My sincerest thanks to you for bringing him up here, guard. I didn't... I mean, I wouldn't. I mean... And you boys have timing that could make even the Prince of Precision, St. Damien himself, jealous. My colleague was just finishing up his meeting, weren't you now, Absalom?
0: Well, Sir Tristan, to be honest, I still have five or six diagrams of battle formations thrown by our mirror, No so... need to
1: bore with all that, my young friend. No need at all. You're a fine strategist as is. Saints on high, I think I see in you the same flicker I used to see in someone else's eyes. You know who that was? <laughs> you don't mean... Sir Galahad himself,
0: my brother, I swear it. Oh, me! The greatest knight who ever lived, and from the lips of Sir Tristan the Cold. Hush,
1: chivalry, hush now. Here's something to work those jaws over. Pardon the bird, fellas. I think it gets a little testy when I stretch the truth. Nothing so honest as a natural predator. You always know what they want in the end, even if it's too late for you to do a saint stown thing about it. Isn't that right, Sir Damien?
4: <sighs> Captain, perhaps we should continue this meeting another time, after you have meditated on your reaction to Sir Galahad's name.
1: <laughs> of course, Mira. And take this one with you, won't you, Absalom? Brother Damien and I have some private business with the Queen. Divine authority stuff. Nothing there would interest you.
0: Hold these and come with me, Talfred. <clears throat> Uh, I think I feel another great strategy coming along, and I must set it to paper at once. You can ride while we walk, yes?
3: Captain Absalon, I, I can barely even hold these. Excellent.
0: I... Now, as I was thinking, much has been said of the efficacy of the siege. But has any. Bye bye. Same as always, that Absalon.
1: Boy couldn't strategize his way to the latrine without two men to walk him there and one more to show him how it's done. Sir Tristan, I know that you instructed me not to leave the
2: dungeon until your return, but...
1: Already gone away, eh, brother? (laughs) Talented knight, my queen. But even more talented chatterbox, that's what I say.
4: Damien, I am surprised to see you here. As am I, my queen.
1: Oh, don't be so humble now. They don't call Mira the queen of second chances for nothing. Even a deserter can be brought back into the fold, provided he has seen the
4: light. Damien, And
1: you were just telling me that light's exactly what you've seen. Isn't that right, brother? Just this morning, you reminded me of St. Damien's own words that even in the murkiest bog lie treasures worth one's patience and protection. The murkiest fog is the line, I think. <laughs> Silly me, of course it is. I must have been thinking of something else. But perhaps it would take some worry off our Queen's mind to hear you say it, Sir Damien. You've come here to re enlist as a knight to protect what lies in the metaphorical bog fog. Excuse me. It is true, my
2: Queen. I have been persuaded to join Sir Tristan in his mission.
4: I see. Could you elaborate on the nature of that mission? Sir Tristan has been frustratingly vague. In truth, I do not
1: know what If we could provide a little more detail, my queen, we most certainly would. But it's that pest of a clause Absalon talked you through before I left to find my brother in fate here.
4: Divine authority?
1: That's the one. Pains me to say this, my queen, but when the saint of waves speaks his commandments directly to me, I've no choice but to follow them. And one of those commandments states that I cannot reveal the nature of my mission to you just yet. Now, why he chose to talk to me and not to you, I cannot say I understand. But in life, as in Far Hole Stickball, you gotta play it where it lays.
4: May I ask, then, what the purpose of this audience is? A
1: resupply of a kind. Our saint's got a plan, as is his way, and it ain't an easy one. If you ask me, that's his way, too, of course, but we don't question a saint in this citadel.
4: Your point, Sir Tristan?
1: One of the trophies we got holed up in the Archive, the Clockwork Pigeon, it's called. We'll need to take that with us.
4: I don't think I need to tell you that the Trophy Archive is not a lending library. I can supply you with two royal pigeons, but that is all. Some careless bookkeeping has left our reserves dangerously low. Saint
1: Damien is known for his planning and his effectiveness, my queen, but not for being an easy customer. He's got his eye on that one pigeon specifically.
4: The clockwork pigeon is in the archive because our scholars do not yet understand it. It is potentially dangerous, and what little study we have done suggests that it can only send messages one way. It is a tempting trophy, Sir Tristan, but I assure you that you do not want it.
1: You're preaching to the choir, my queen. I don't want to touch that monster machine, personally speaking. But what the saint says goes. Uh, Now, I suppose I could set out here without that... Gizmo.
4: Then I think you'd better.
1: Only, I'd have to make a few stops first. Absalon, for one, he should know that the rule of divine authority is out of date, just so no one gets confused. And some of the old boys, they're and all them. Since a mission without the saint's full blessing might need some backup, the saint's temple, of course, see if there's any kind of prayer that might save the second citadel from whatever it is a saint does when he doesn't get what he wants.
4: You've made your point.
1: Just laying out the facts, my queen. Honesty is a necessary virtue in royal service.
4: I can't give out magical artifacts without an understanding of how they will benefit the Citadel.
1: My queen.
4: You could have every citizen of the Citadel demanding my head, Sir Tristan, and I would not budge from this point. I have requested that you and your compatriots return to service as a demonstration of my current priority as a leader, and what is that priority?
1: To keep the good people safe, my queen.
4: you may not wish to tell me what you're planning, but you must answer this. How will your mission keep my people safe, Sir Tristan?
1: How's about a million monster heads on a platter sound to you?
4: (gasps) And these are monsters that plan to attack the Citadel?
1: They're organized. Organized enough that if we wait for them to come to our door, we're done for.
4: One million. That was not an exaggeration.
1: I have it on the best... Authority. Present company excluded, of course.
4: Well, then we're hopelessly outnumbered.
1: Only if they strike first, my queen. If they strike at all.
4: Go, then. This will give you clearance to enter the Hall of Trophies. You may take the clockwork pigeon. But if I find that anything else has been taken, it will mean your resignation. Is that understood?
1: Of course.
4: My queen! We're both
1: more grateful than we can say, my queen. Come along, Sir Damien. We have an appointment with the Hall of Trophies.
4: You have an appointment, Sir Tristan. Damien will stay here while you take it. I wish to speak to him alone. My queen... That's an order. You're dismissed.
1: Of course, my queen. We must all do our best to protect those precious to us. Ain't that right, Sir Damien?
4: Damien, I am surprised to see you at Sir Tristan's side, but not displeased. I hope you will be able to temper him somewhat where I have failed.
2: He is persuasive. That
4: is certainly one way of putting it. Now, my letter, did you receive it?
2: Only part, my queen. The rest was destroyed in transit.
4: His doing, more likely than not. I'd hope to warn you about that in advance. His methods can be underhanded. I feel I have less of a sense of his actions than any of the other knights who have returned. So, are you following him of your own volition? He has made himself powerful in our citadel, Damien, but for your actions in Fort Terminus, I owe you more than I can say. And I am still the queen you trusted, then. If he's holding you by force or threat... You can tell me the truth, and I promise I will do everything in my power to keep you safe.
2: (sighs) If only I could believe that, my queen. Damien? I follow Sir Tristan of my own volition, my queen. I ask only that you do not knight me again to do so, but allow me to follow him as a private citizen only. My reasons are affairs of my own heart... Not the heart of the second citadel, it seems. Damien... Will that be all?
4: Yes, Damien. Just be careful around him. Understood.
2: Him, I understand. Yes. Good day.
1: Uh, Provided I haven't completely lost my touch for tripping through these jungle weeds, as it were. I think we should be coming up on our destination in a minute or two. You've been awful quiet, sir, Damien. Penny for your thoughts, and I'll remind you I could have them free of charge, so penny's the best deal you're going to get.
2: I must say, Sir Tristan, I knew that you were foul, but not that you were a blasphemer. ...claiming that St. Damien himself granted you this plan was effective... Now, let
1: me make something clear to you. I would never take our saint's name and word so lightly. If I say that St. Damien spoke to me, you can rest assured that that's exactly what he did. How very convenient that he should speak to you. I thought you of all people would not find this idea so impossible. He's spoken to you, after all. You can't possibly know that. Why? Because you were the only person there think this through, brother? Really think? It takes two to have a conversation, doesn't it? So who do you think told me all about it, if it was just you and the saint, gabbing away in that monster fort?
2: You're really implying that Saint Damien
1: told you that we spoke? (laughs) Implying? Brother, I'm telling. Saint Damien spoke to you out there on the edge of the world, that much I know. What you two said, well, that's information he doesn't share, Gentlemen that he is. But putting together the pieces myself, here's what I see. The beasts attack Mira's mind, then the saint speaks with you. Then the attack ends, and if the story the squires tell me is true, That came with a few dead monsters. All that sound about right? So, to summarize, Saint Damien gives you a pep talk, and then you go kill some monsters. So, looking from that angle, just what is it you think our saint wants you to do? I've told you that I won't be persuaded, Sir Tristan. (sighs) Doesn't mean I can't try. I'd like nothing more than a friend who understands my burden. It's a lonely life when you've felt what we have, isn't it? how many can relate to the touch of divinity. The worry that follows the fear that you might be on the wrong path. That the saint who once saved you now turns
2: a blind eye. Say what you like. I do not believe Saint Damien would
1: approve of your actions. Suit yourself. You'll change that tune before long. Oh, speaking of wit, <clears throat> I think this might be just the spot we're looking for. A vine smothered wall but I don't know of no human outposts this far east East This can't be Sure is On the other side of this crumbling pile of stone stretches the mirrored plains, the borderlands of the wayward east. You and I are about to find out what's on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I think's funny here, brother. Let's hear yours first.
2: It's it's just oh Sir Tristan, it's just such an incredible relief. Oh, for days on end now I've feared for the lives of my loved ones, feared for the soul of my saint, and so (laughs) you must understand the lightness this news brings my heart.
1: (laughs) And what news might that be?
2: You've lost your mind. (laughs) Oh you must have! A campaign to the wayward east (laughs) and I suppose you haven't told a soul where we are.
1: (laughs) I'll send word once we've crossed the plains.
2: (laughs) Once we've crossed the plains The plains, no one has survived with mind intact. Or mind this, never mind the mind. If nobody knows where we are, nobody can rescue us from our own madness. And so surely we'll die in that land of visions. A shame that I will not survive. But if the trade means the safety of those I love, why... I'd be insane not to accept.
1: (laughs) You're right. That is funny, even if you don't know why yet. You want to know what's got me so tickled? It hardly matters now, but I imagine you'll tell me all the same. I just keep thinking about what you're going to look like after I do this. Saint Damien above! I, your humble servant, Sir Trist in the cold, have done as you spake to me in my dream, and I am ready for your blessing. Give us safe passage through the mirrored plains.
2: (laughs) A a sudden breeze, and here where the jungle is at its thickest. (laughs) No breeze at all, a whirlwind. So, Tristan, what madness is this? Voices, it cannot be. But I can hardly see an inch ahead through this stinging wind. Hush, brother, and listen.
1: Only one voice matters, and now he speaks. Onward, my
2: warriors, to the wayward east. The same, Damian? And single monster of
0: If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to The Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actors Matthew Zonzinger and Jason Mellon and co-creator Kevin Vibert
3: trying to insist the whole argument about you know the seed whether ferns have seeds or not and whether that meter matters like i have me jason mellon been on both sides of that argument (laughs) writing poetry before too so it was it was fun to be able to pick a side and not stress out about um but also the i don't know i i don't want to speak for you on this matthew but the register that Taufrin speaks in is so fun to do and
0: your register as Damien is so unlike your voice that it's just Mm -hmm. a fun we would like to give thanks to all who support us on Patreon but especially to Lucy Chonky Lee's mother Ossipete Rita deserves all the snacks and movie nights Evit Connie The Great Undead Benjamin Fisher SCP Chloe Pujaserti aka Bring Narev Back Right Now Or Else The Sky Will Rain Fire June Gishoku Erin Ritson Don't Stop Her Now Liv Allen Alice the Time Lord Red Ruby 7 Truther In Memory of Spiral Opal Eden the Gay Bookworm Elizabeth Dunn Michael David Smith No Nereev, Don't Run Away, It's Forever Love Day It Has Been Zero Episodes Since Audible Kissing Noise Rohana Ollie Nexus PJ Escaping Space Capitalism Caroline Seidman Radius Ulna Monster Kissing is Trans Culture A Sentient Can of Soda, formerly known as J Karen Z.H Why Don't You Smooch a Monster and Maybe You'll Calm Down Red L Genetic Minchowski and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, The Mad Mirages, was told by the following people. Matthew Zonzinger as Damian the Pious, Joshua Elon as Sir Tristan the Cold, Jason Mellon as Sir Talford, Kat Buckingham as Queen Mira, and Alexander Stravinsky as Captain Absalon. The Penumbra is created and produced by Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers... You can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear traveler. We hope you will join us again soon.
4: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.